0: Hello and welcome to the San Diego News Fix. I'm Christy Totten. When you think of San Diego streets, sexy probably isn't the word that comes to mind, but Mayor Todd Gloria wants it to be. We're going to talk about improvements coming to the city with Michael Smolens, but first the news for Disease Control and Prevention said Thursday that fully vaccinated people can stop wearing masks outdoors and in most indoor settings. The guidance still recommends masks for crowded indoor settings like buses, planes, hospitals, and homeless shelters, but it will help clear the way for reopening other venues like offices and schools, even removing the need for social distancing among the fully vaccinated. Otay Mesa's cross-border express, the popular pedestrian bridge to Tijuana International Airport, got approval Thursday to expand. The new layout will include a parking garage, hotel rooms, a gas station, and retail shops. The airport's roads will also become one-way streets, which are typical for airport drop-off and pickups. An Australian warship that arrived in San Diego Bay Saturday had two dead fin whales lodged under its hull. One whale was an adult female measuring 65 feet long. The other was 25 feet long and likely a calf, according to the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration. According to the administration, 14 fin whale ship accidents have been reported off the coast of California from 2011 to 2020. You can... Slow Streets are out and Sexy Streets are in at the city of San Diego. If you're confused about what that means, you're not alone. But columnist Michael Smolens is here to explain. Michael Smolens, you wrote about some changes coming to San Diego streets in your most recent column. Uh, one of these initiatives is called Sexy Streets by San Diego Mayor Todd Gloria. What can you tell us about that?
1: Well, frankly, uh, you know, I, on this level, I give the, the mayor credit. It was an ingenious uh, way to, to, to term the, what he's doing he's basically talking about you know infrastructure and street improvements which don't sound very exciting and and you know the bottom line is you know getting roads paved getting potholes fixed and so forth but the higher view is what he and many others want to do or make streets different not just for cars but also for you know creating bike lanes and also just public spaces uh you know some streets don't even have sidewalks so they want to at least get those in but they're talking about little pocket parks, putting more trees to, to bring more pedestrian life and, and basically, you know, uh, socializing to the street. So that, you know, he coined that term sexy streets and actually it's, it's sort of stuck, uh, but it covers a lot of ground, uh, really just sort of any effort to improve streets and make them better.
0: Do you think there is excitement be behind this, have you detected anything? Because I think, you know, usually when we think of streets, we think about the ways that we're unhappy, <laughs> you know, with them, yes. whether it be traffic or potholes or construction <laughs> or whatever. But I mean, is this actually drumming up support?
1: Well, yes, but, you know, like everything, there, there's always some controversy over it. Um, I think people do like the notion that, that, that you know, a, a more residential street can have more uh, life to it uh, by by certain designs and things like that. However, once you start putting in bike lanes, there's always just a, a certain percentage of people just absolutely opposed to that because they think it takes away from the, the automobile access, uh, forces slower traffic, might lead to traffic congestion. I mean, we see that downtown in terms of the bike lanes and some of the, the, the ongoing uh, you know, friction there. So that's, that's part of it. Uh, you know, Creating little pocket parks, planting trees, it's hard to find people really opposed to that. Uh, so, you know, people are generally enthusiastic because it's, uh, it's prettier as well, uh, more environmentally friendly. And, you know, bottom line is it's uh, a healthier venue for people if they're out and about uh, walking around and riding bikes.
0: So the predecessor to this was Slow Streets. That was um, a program put forth by the former mayor, uh, Kevin Faulkner. Slow Streets was about closing down streets. You wrote that that is no longer really in effect, but is there anything similar, you know, coming in the future?
1: I, I think we are going to be seeing that more. Um, I mean, a little context there. That the, the former mayor, his administration created the the so-called Slow Streets, which basically shut down through traffic, you know, blocked through traffic on certain streets during certain hours. I don't think they were closed off entirely, but this happened early on in the pandemic. And the things were twofold. One, people weren't driving very much back then, if you recall. And also that that the stay-at-home orders were in place, parks were closed, beaches were closed. It was hard for people to, to get outside and enjoy the outdoors. And wanting to keep people close to home, they decided to Try it. it was really a pilot program, it wasn't like a, you know, a new city policy that was uh, going to be permanent, to, to try this out and see what happened. And a lot of people liked it. Uh, as time wore on, I think people, you know, some people got tired of it uh, as traffic picked up, uh, it became inconvenient. And, you know, while it was uh, sort of a, a novel thing to just, you know, make it sort of a pedestrian parkway to a degree, where people could walk in the street, socialize at a distance, uh, it did divert traffic to other streets. And lo and behold, the people on those streets didn't like the more tra- most traffic. So it was sort of a noble idea. But the bottom line is it, 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 the end result was it was like any basic te- detour. When a street's closed for work, it causes uh, traffic to go elsewhere.
0: Well, speaking of parking in the pandemic i know it's being considered at the city now whether to allow restaurants to stay to remain in the streets i guess you know after the pandemic restrictions uh lift do you have any any more information about that
1: well i don't it, it's interesting because uh, a lot of these were done sort of on an ad hoc basis with approval by the city but sort of in a temporary way uh, there's this notion from some city officials and the bureaucracy that They're going to have to come up to code if they're going to remain out there. I think it's an open question what's going to happen. Um, I think they were largely successful and people like them. And uh, the mayor has said that he wants to find a way to keep them there. I'm just guessing here, but I wouldn't be surprised to see if they found a way to grandfather these, uh, you know, outdoor eating areas that are on sidewalks and in parking spaces uh them in without them having to go back and redo all this work now i'm sure they will look uh, take a closer look to see for health and safety standards if you know they meet which they i think they need to now uh so it's it's sort of a moving target but now that we're pulling out of the pandemic obviously government everywhere is considering you know reconsidering the restrictions and the 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 sort of ad hoc things they did to try to make life a little bit more livable uh, you during these down times.
0: One of the stories that really surprised me uh, this year was the one about the ban on paving um, dirt roads. I was surprised to learn there were so many dirt roads in San Diego. You know, the neighborhoods they're in tend to be sort of underprivileged. Um, You wrote about this as part of your column. This is part of Sexy Streets. They're going to be paved. Uh, Can you talk a little bit more about the history? Why was this the case and and how soon might that begin?
1: Well, I mean, quite frankly, there 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 sort of seems to be a, racial or ethnic underpinning. I mean, these streets are largely, as you pointed out, in underserved neighborhoods, lower economic neighborhoods, uh, or ethnically diverse neighborhoods in the eastern and southern part of the city. Now, there's some history. One of the residents there that has been, you know, arguing to get these these streets and alleyways paved pointed out that way back, uh, you know, there was there were farms in the eastern the eastern part of the city. We're not talking about, you know, Way East County. And you know that led you know that's sort of how the dirt roads developed. But what was really odd that uh, we found out, and frankly, a uh, tip of the cap to David Garrick who reported a lot of this. Our David Garrick at the Union Tribune was there were policies in place that uh, prevented city crews from working on dirt roads unless there was an sort of an excessive dust problem or somehow it would sa- save the city money, which is sort of an odd thing. And then there was another one that, that you know had a similar kind of limiting effect on the city. So what the council did is that they, they basically got rid of those restrictions. So now that these streets are officially city streets, the city is going to be responsible to, to take care of them. Uh, the mayor put in $40 million in his budget to start getting these particular streets paved. But there's 60 miles of them. And uh, it's going to take a lot. Uh, the estimates were anywhere, depending on what they do with them. 300 million to 900 million so it's going to be a while but at least it's starting to you know turn this uh, big uh, ship uh, in the right direction
0: are there any other weird infrastructure laws on the books that you're aware of that they might be trying to address
1: no but uh, uh, I'm sure there are uh, you know I, I mean we, we find all sorts of laws from from you know you know a century ago that are still on the books um, you know I mean frankly it's a little bit of a diversion but one of the, uh, the, the the big bones of contentions in terms of the laws in the city charter that it's called the, or the people's ordinance and that you know was way back when most structures or, or residences were single-family homes and the city picked up their trash for free or you know without additional taxes as multiple units started coming in more and more the city charges so so right now there's this this inequity in the city where As a single family homeowner or occupant, you're not paying extra for your trash to be picked up. Your normal taxes take care of that. Whereas if you're an apartment building has to pay, uh, you know, certain fees for that. Uh, This has become sort of like the third rail. People have tried to change that. But, you know, single family homeowners saying we pay enough taxes. And so that's one of those weird laws that that has a great impact today, uh, not only in probably uh, denying the city some revenue, but also, uh, you know, making it uh, sort of inequitable uh, as to who gets free trash pickup and who doesn't. That's a little off the infrastructure front, but it's a similar kind of
0: thing. Yeah, definitely, definitely related. That's interesting. Well, my final question for you is just, you know, how can people get involved or be heard, you know, about how they want to sexify their streets?
1: Uh Well, I mean, my first advice would be to go through you know, query a city council office uh, and, you know, they do have staff and district staff members. Uh, there's other groups, I mean, you know, the wonders of uh, the internet and Googling, uh, there's an, uh, a group called Circulate San Diego, which is very big on different kinds of mobility, which is sort of the, the buzz term these days, uh, to get people away from just using cars. Uh, they, they advocate a lot of bicycling, pedestrian stuff. So their, their whole goal is to make streets safer and more, uh, you know, appealing for people to use in different ways in terms of walking, uh, making transit connections, and so forth. So there are groups out there that that are interested in that, and even you know various uh, bicycle organizations are very big on, um, you know, improving streets. Of course, they're more interested in in the access for bicycles. But uh, so that's sort of just some basic advice.
0: You can find Michael's column online at SanDiegoUnionTribune.com. I'm Christy Totten, host of the San Diego News Fix. Thanks for listening.